This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, and welcome to Shh. I'm watching a movie. I'm Alessandra Andravite. And uh, you're listening to the podcast where Alex and I talk through an entire movie. Now, this is the edited version, uh, which means that we edit out all the stuff that you don't want to hear, which is us basically silently watching a movie and or me telling Alex about my plans that day. So it's for your pleasure. And so if anything doesn't make sense to you or you're like, oh, that's a weird edit, it's because we edited it for you. Anyways, enjoy watching a movie with us. Yeah. We're going. <laughs> oh, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Uh, welcome to Shh, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. This I'm... is our earliest recording. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. Not why, even a why, why pick it so early? We is, is it because oh, you, 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 you moved <laughs> us? <laughs> Mavis, Mavis, this is your yeah. lady? Yeah. The, this is my lady. This is your lady? She's yeah. your PR? Is she, yeah. I don't know. Is she your manager? No, no, but she's, she she takes care of all oh, the PR stuff. All the stuff. Yeah. So she she said that we need to do 10 in the morning. Okay, well, there she's you go. She's absolutely lovely in correspondence, but I was like, mm, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was, uh, I'm sorry if I if Don't I'm be sorry. You guys up. This is important. I had to. I, we know, can't be the gutter promo, people. Promo days out here, so it's no. like, ah. Okay, so let's introduce our beautiful... I took a bite at the worst time. Okay, this is Kalenko. Uh, and this is our beautiful, beautiful guest, Jonathan Roy. Hello. No, I said it wrong. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Roy, okay, but French. Jonathan Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Did I do it? Roy. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. It looks we'll like Roy. It. Yeah. It's not. It's French, and French is a beautiful language. Thank you. And I'm sorry Thank that I'm butchering it. Alex is chew- currently chewing. I'm good now. Alex, you say it. <laughs> uh, wa. There you go. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Because I was a young boy who didn't like hockey, but all my friends did when, I was, <laughs> when, you, when your dad played hockey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes, I, I also don't watch hockey, but I, we appreciate the lineage that you come from. Yeah. It's beautiful. He's, he did, he, Patrick, my dad, yeah. did a lot of cool stuff in hockey, 100%. Mm. I, idol, I definitely idolized him as a kid and stuff. I, I was, oh, that's I nice. Was, I don't know what that's like. No, yeah, but no, I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> idolize a dad. Never know. Mm-hmm. I love my dad. He's a your, good dad. Yeah. My dad's a high school teacher who has emotional problems. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing that you idolized about your dad at all? I think he's a strong man because um, okay. everyone died. Like, where he was growing up, it was very sad. Like, his mom and dad died and everything. So the fact that he actually has a family and is quite successful, like, mm-hmm. upper-middle-class Toronto, like, where he is, where he came from, which was literally, like, a bed full of hay in southern Italy to now is beautiful. I idolize that. Yeah. But I don't think as a kid I understood Okay. Or appreciated okay. that. That's a nice little love letter to my, my dad. My dad has good taste in music. Does he? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a goth kid in the 80s, and then <laughs> now I just love The Cure. So yeah. that's, that's what my dad's passed down to me. That's cool, yeah. My dad's an eccentric Italian man who... Uh... Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone through it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we've done it. And your dad is French-Canadian. You're French-Canadian. Yeah, I'm French-Canadian. Yeah. 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 Born it. in Montreal. I uh, we moved family moved when my dad got a job out in uh, Denver. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, so he played hockey there, and then okay. we moved back to Montreal, and then. Uh, so he played for ca- the Canadians. Yeah, played for the Canadians. See, I'm act- and the like, this is such a huge yeah. deal. I think, and I'm totally like, no, it's, you're gonna no, but it's 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 actually not not really. I mean, Planet 
We're, uh, we invented this sport, right? So yeah. there's a lot more important things on this planet yeah. than, than yeah. hockey. Yes. Um, I think I'm one of three girls, and we just were in a hockey house. And I, yeah. And I, once again, my dad is an eccentric man, so he didn't really watch those kinds of sports. Yeah. I don't but watch sports anymore. You don't anymore watch sports, eh? I, did you play hockey? I did till I was like 19, 20. Oh, you played yeah. hockey. I played major junior and then oh. retired. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just I love music. Yeah, I man. To play music. So, so wh- how would you like describe your new stuff? Like, yeah, so this is a new single that you're promoting. New right single. Now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How would you describe? Um, this is the pop elevator alternative, pitch part. Alternative it's pop. pop. Alternative. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. Yeah, I Beautiful. went. I was. I was doing like really pop stuff, mm. and it just I wasn't feeling it. I yeah. was It wasn't really me. I was getting. Well, first of all, uh, I live in a van. Okay. Okay. And that's um, cool. <laughs> and I was with a major label and mm. good times and stuff, but you get pulled right and left, and it goes, it gets kind of crazy. Mm. Yeah. And I just needed to get the fuck away. Yeah. And yeah. so I just took my van, I left, and I drove all the way to California. I lived on the side of the highway, yeah. uh, with a bunch of homeless people. Yeah. And I just wrote songs okay. and tried to figure out who the fuck I was. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the last three years, I've been kind of just learning about who I am and what I want to do and, and, uh, and be, uh, and you know, just, just live life, Yeah, man. you know, and not try and live in a, a, like in our society. I don't know if you agree, but we are like, we got to work. We got to make money. It's ridiculous, but it's, but it's all about that. And, yeah. and it's, and we don't take time to think about us and what we really want and I had to go do that and so I left and started writing new music and I did I wrote Keep Me Alive out there and I realized that music is actually what keeps me alive Beautiful. keeps me going because fuck this planet is sad yeah, yeah. Sad. sad there's a lot of beautiful sides to it yeah. you know and I love my family my friends and you know my wife and I we love to fucking travel all over the world and and see how beautiful this planet it really is Mm -hmm. so yeah and now on that note that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing that with us that was actually very lovely um we're gonna go into what is your would you call this your favorite movie yeah i think so it's hard to say like there's a lot of great movies out there but like i'm a huge robin williams fan and um a matt damon fan as well and i just the story is amazing and i kind of like you know gotta go see about a girl yeah you know like kind of <laughs> he 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 just he was afraid about doing something and being shut down or i don't know and he just goes after his dream and goes after love at yeah the end. get ready man yeah so sweet. this is good will hunting yeah, this bye. was my we're starting it this was my favorite movie when i was in grade four or five like i still really like it but like it was peak my me and my sisters were obsessed we named our cat skyla after skyler the character yeah um Sorry. And yeah, and this movie mm. have influenced me so much that I still have like vocabulary from it. Like, mm. sorry, I wanted to put on subtitles. Oh yeah, let's put some subtitles let's on these bad boys. And Alex, how do you feel about this movie? Um, so <laughs> oh, harsh. I'm... It's harsh to see the Miramax logo. <laughs> Damn. It's, um, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> I mean, we have watched a lot of Miramax films. On this. Yeah, we watch a lot of '90s movies because it's very nostalgic for us, and yeah. we realize that the whole crew is men. And uh, mostly white. It's yeah. not great. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one Is thing it I did. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like when you when when because we watch a lot of the, you watch a lot of movies in in ways that you don't normally when doing this. Mm-hmm. And so like one of it being like you have the credits rolling while you're talking and you never pay attention to the credits and you look at the credits like wow no women 
no women no at all. Women. Like it's like there's not even like a key grip that's yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of working on, like working, the on the film. Yeah. working on the film. Yeah, the yeah. crew itself. Why? Do you guys know why that is? Um, um, sexism. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> no, the, I know, yeah, but yeah. like they, they. I think it's like teamster mentality yeah, yeah. too. I think. I think. Like I would say. Like. Uh, like I mean, we we've all filmed stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, is like the set would uh, like most crews I find are mostly men but not entirely from what I've been on. on mostly men women are usually in costumes or makeup yeah. um, it's I think I do believe that it is it's a boys club in every sense of the world word and you get work as a crew yeah. I believe like being good at your job but also word of mouth yeah, yeah. yeah and so if you're buds with this guy he'll let you work on this set and blah 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 yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. but you think he, he focused truly focused on getting just men in his thing? Oh, oh no. not this Or do you think it just happened? Just, just, just happened, across right? all okay, of Across cool. the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they focus on that. I think that's kind of the definition of sexism is it's like, it's the default choice. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like they don't even think, and that that's why we have to make space. That's why there's this movement making space for POC 100%. and women 100%. and stuff like that. Okay, production design, Melissa Stewart, but that is a more creative mm. thing. Um, I, did, I did work on something with a, a wonderful female AD who uh, uh, I've never seen anyone yell at people more <laughs> thoroughly for, through a full day. And I, I, I remember like she, I met her, she was very nice. And I was like, all right, cool. And then, and then like cut to three hours later, I'm like, wow, she has not stopped yelling. Yeah. And then like cut to eight hours later, I'm like, how is she not going hoarse? Like it's like more of, it's more, I'm more impressed at like the strength of her voice. This is a terrible <laughs> story. <laughs> I, I, f- I really find that women have really evolved, though. Like we've, they're really strong now. And like, do you believe? Do you? I'm I think like we've seeing, always been strong. Like my wife is amazing. Yeah. I'm so fucking proud of her for everything that she does. And she, we lived in a really difficult world back then. Yeah. And, I, and you guys are really coming in strong. You guys are ruling the world. You know that, right? Uh, well, I hope so. Damn I mean, right not yet are. at all. But, um, <laughs> but we definitely, to the, our, I think there's a book called Rumors of Our Progress Have Been Greatly Exaggerated, uh, which I think kind of sums it up. I think women, we are given space and women identifying people. We've been given space. We're able to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's not there yet, but I'd say in the past like five years, there's been a huge the fact that the Me Too movement exists the fact that we can say like yeah fuck you Harvey Weinstein and it yeah. not be a rumor and that everyone actually knows that's yeah. like that's yeah. huge yeah. Um, oh man okay now just to shift gears here uh, Brad, uh, uh, Brad Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are ridiculously hot in this movie <laughs> they are too good looking they're man. too good looking that. and yeah. you know who I'm a fan of which is really politically incorrect is our boy Casey Affleck yeah. I Love Casey, but sorry. Clinkle. Did you guys see the movie with Casey Affleck that just came out? By the way? Is it like the apo- post-apocalyptic? Yeah. So, no, I heard him. Such a good actor. Yeah. He's such a good actor. Very good actor. He's very politically incorrect yeah. to not enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I heard him on a podcast, yeah. and he spoke about what went down on the set or whatever. And yes, I want to hear this. Bad shit happened, and the set overall was shitty. And he is atoning for it. And I think all we can ask for is for him to say sorry, and he and he has. And he says what, that what he's happened? not. Just that it was like a, it was that stupid Joaquin Phoenix movie set where the I'm not really here, and they made it like it was really like rock and roll, and they didn't have any rules, and w- there were a lot of like sex workers on set, and the mm. women were treated really shittily, uh, and so that yeah, that's essentially what went down with that. Okay. Alex, sorry, but how do you feel about this movie? <laughs> so I think this movie is a mild grift that was pulled on a lot of people. <laughs> 
uh, I, 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 I don't say that. That sounds bad. I, I think it's like a, like it's a fun movie that I thought I, I watched and thought truly like not a whole lot of. How old were you when you watched it? 14, 15. Oh, okay, you were the right age. How yeah. old were you when you saw this? This movie? Yeah. I think the year it came out. What year did that come out? Like 97. 97? Yeah. This is I was, Titanic. I was era. young, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been. 30 now. I'm terrible at math. Yeah, so I think we were grade four, grade five, maybe. Yeah. 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 And I must have watched this movie so many times. And like right this moment mm-hmm. that he's staring at that board and looking at, looking at the, the, the math, yeah. I wanted to be that smart. <laughs> I wanted to be a genius. All I, and know I was is so far from it. God. I, I don't think I had that. I was I an idiot in math, honestly. Did well, not have those thoughts during this movie. It was just me being like, ah, they're too sexy. This, I, I, here's what I like about it, is that it is, like the two of them wrote it as like yeah, 20, yeah. Four or whatever. They're they were, they were babies. I think he dropped out of Harvard to write it. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, and it's so like that's like fun and sh- like, like like I I do think this sparked a lot of terrible screenplays by two guys who are like they did it we can do it. So do you know all like the folklore yeah. behind the screenplay and stuff and how people think that they didn't actually write it? Yeah. How they think what's his name Kasdan? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lawrence Kasdan wrote it. Yeah. And like basically what it comes down to is that. They did write it. It went through a billion iterations at one point where Will becomes like a spy for like <laughs> the CIA or something because he's so smart. What? But what it comes down to is is Gus Van Zandt mm. made this movie much better than it had any right yeah, I believe that. to be the director. Um, but fuck, they're so hot. Um, sorry, <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry, uh, Jonathan. I uh, you like speaking John or Jonathan? What's Johnny, Jr. Doesn't Johnny, matter. Whatever JR. you want. Yeah. JR. Uh, sorry, I talk a lot about uh, men. Men that I enjoy. Are you in this uh, are you inter- interested in women as well, or just men? No, just men. men. Just men? Okay. I know I'm very heterosexual. <laughs> Comically heterosexual. Yeah, ridiculously so, to the point where I like real like that. That kind of turns you on. Right a little bit. Like I'm not gonna say it doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I also did. But when we get to the scene, I'll talk more about it. But I did do a bit show uh, with Philippe. Where it's uh, the title is the park bench scene from Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, done nine times. That. Each time a little more Legendary naked. Each time scene, a little man. more. It's the park bench scene done nine times. Each time a little more naked. Each time a little more drunk. And we did a show where we just kept doing that scene and fighting and like fighting each other in and the scene. Philippe was Robin Williams. Philippe right? was Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he has all the lines. Yeah. And part of the bit was I coerced him into doing this show with me. <laughs> And still could remember the three lines I had to say. <laughs> See, like this part, all this stuff gave me life as a kid. Like their chemistry and like how they uh, were friends and how they spoke at each other. Oh, but they were. I mean, again, they're friends and I, they probably. This was probably real for them, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is for sure what they did. They go to the batting cages and they just put the balls at each. They're from Boston, right? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. from Boston. Imagine Boston, they. Imagine they weren't. Yeah. Imagine they just put all this on. Yeah. Like imagine they're just yeah, like maybe. they're both from Florida and like this is them being like you so, know what's cool Boston. Yeah. My baby boy, my favorite man, Bill Simmons, who's also from Boston, said that Goodwill Hunting, like there are moments in it that are so like a hundred percent Boston, like nothing's more true, yeah. and then moments that are like this is bullshit, forget it. But I guess that's how movies work. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy's a real uh, Harvey Weinstein of a character too. It's just him wanting to hit on women all the time. This actor is the best, mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård. He is a good actor. Yeah, he's yeah, glorious. He's great in this film. And his son, muy caliente. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so his son is Alexander Skarsgård from, like, True Blood. And 
this this like the the idea of like the chalkboard in the hallway uh of making it, it free for everyone to making it free for everyone to do so cool is uh like a like the the launching point for so many bits of after I've watched this movie yeah. of just like someone coming in and being like this is so wrong <laughs> who wrote this, who wrote this? <laughs> they vandalized my chalkboard <laughs> all I can think about oh Okay, so I love how they have one friend, this guy Cole Hausner, this is the actor, yeah. who's the silent drunk. He is so hammered in every scene as a character. Doesn't say a word. This guy over here? Yeah, yeah. the redhead. Yeah. Does yeah. not say a word. And apparently that's very true to form for Boston hangouts. <laughs> there's one char- There's one guy in a group of guys. I mean, Casey Affleck doesn't not look like a certain someone, which makes me think why I enjoy him so much as a person. Uh, <laughs> I find their characters... Per- everyone in this... Film the characters are so perfect in, in for that the film. in that podcast that I heard with Casey Affleck, which by the way I'm sorry to everyone who feels triggered. I, I gotta by see that. I gotta go see that. It's the it's the armchair expert thing. He talked about how he didn't want to do this movie because he was like just chilling in California and like didn't really feel like doing anything, and that it would make him like leave. And he was like, Ugh, I guess I'll I guess I'll film this movie in the summer. He, that's it, what he said. Yeah, and he just did it for the summer, and he was like, "Yeah, I guess whatever." <laughs> I mean, like, but he, do they have a shitty relationship, the brothers, or do we know? Okay, from what I understand, oh, this is all from the other podcast. Their dad was a raging alcoholic. Yeah. So they have a good relationship, but I think they have problems with relationships in general. Okay. Is from what I understand. Okay. I, I I mean I think of like my brothers, that if one of my brothers was like, "Hey man, can you fly across the country?" To help me film the movie I wrote, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> like you, you wouldn't go. I, I I I'd go, but I'd be like begrudgingly go. How many are you in the family? I'm the oldest of three brothers. Three brothers. Okay, you're the oldest of three brothers, yeah. and you have the youngest brothers? of three sisters. Yeah. So I have we, I have brother and a sister, and we are tight as fuck. Yeah, I'm very tight and with my siblings. Like my brother called me, and he has a project. I'm so in. Yeah, like, me too, Alex uh, Plank. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, and and, 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 and but we had some like di- we my parents got divorced, yeah, and it was like a really fucking tough time for for us. And my like my sister stayed with my mom, and we all left. My yeah, mom went yeah. through like 13 years of depression, mm. and if it wasn't for my sister, she stayed. I mean. Pfft, yeah, it, it would. It was. It was. She wasn't gonna be here today. Yeah. Uh, and so it really made it tough for us to like be all all together, and we kind of lost each other. Yeah. And then at one point, boom! It just for some reason, my sister came back. Mm. We we rekindled, and we have been tight like ever since. And mm. it feels so. It's. I feel very. I'm very lucky. That's very lucky. Yeah. I don't know your situation. But oh no, it's it's no, not. Alex it's, is it's, it's not bad. It's just, Alex is silly. <laughs> no, it's not bad. It's just like like at the same time, it's like eh. it's, it, we're not just like we're. I, I feel like we have like I have a brother relationship with them. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a like uh, a friend relationship. Like okay. it, it's and that's not necessarily yeah. bad. It's just like yeah, he's a brother. Oh yeah, I have a friend relationship with my sisters because they're both of them aren't here right now. One's in vacation and one lives in New York now. And I sometimes in the evening will wander around being like, what do I do in the evenings? I'm like, oh, I'll go to my sister's house. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys agree that, that we make our own families? That yeah, we should? Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe, <laughs> even though I love to, my yeah. family, but I think, like, yeah. I have some friends that are my family. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know of I mean? course. Like, they yeah. are not by blood, but yeah. I love them just as much as my little brother and my little sister that's lucky though that's lucky that you have the capacity to feel love like that because a lot of people do not have (laughs) a tough time opening up now what i enjoy about the beginning of goodwill hunting is this is romeo and juliet it's literally the equivalent of do you bite your thumb at me they beat Hmm. the shit out of each other because he goes 
that guy in kindergarten, that guy was a shithead to me in kindergarten. And he goes, yeah, let's go beat him up. And they go and they find him and they beat the shit out of him. And that's apparently, that's gang mentality. I don't know. So this is all filmed in Toronto, by the way. Really? Yeah. I love I love this. Yep. Why do you guys think he 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 does it anyways? Oh. Goes on and 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 fixes the problem. Why, does, why do you guys think why does he does Will it? Hunting do this? Oh, uh, I I get. What do you guys think? So it's I because he wants it. Like he no, it's it. I'm sure it's bugging him. Like it's and I, I, this is oh, someone who like someone like like. Uh, uh, I'll edit something and then put it like send it out and they'll be like oh this is great I'm like oh actually there's one little thing that you didn't notice but I did <laughs> I'm gonna have to re-render for the next six hours it's like it's like it bugs it bugs you it's like the unfinished thing of like even like you think of like like the most extreme example is like Mozart like plays uh, uh, the piano and then like if he doesn't finish the the phrase, like he does, like the idea of like you know coming home, mm-hmm. chord progression wise, he has to go back and like finish the the chord, um, finish the progression. And it's like it's just like oh, it's, if I just do it, I stop thinking about it. It's like that, like yeah. that, that seems more uh, that to me seems like the most real one. In that like, I saw the problem. I was like, oh, how do you do that? And like ten hours later, you're like. Oh, that's how I gotta. Yeah. I gotta. Then I, I, yeah. then I can stop. This it's just more than him. It's yeah. he's gotta. He's gotta, gotta, gotta finish. Because yeah. like it's a thing. Like you gotta be able to put it down. Yeah. At have, some point. I have a much more negative view. I don't know. I just True. think that yeah. Will Hunting is fucked up. Also, like a bit of like a narcissist and already thinks he's smarter than everyone to begin I, with. Yes. I yeah, agree. That's right. Yeah. Hundred percent. So he uh, sees that and is like, "Fuck all you like rich kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna write yeah. it down." And it's like. And he and he and he's acting as though he doesn't do it to be recognized. Like, oh, I, I do it but he, yeah. but anonymously. He, I agree. But he wants to be like, if he truly didn't care, he would sink into a life of the life that he's currently living. And like, why does he learn all this stuff on his own? Like, why does like what is the impetus? Oh, he for loves that? it. He yeah, obviously exactly. loves it. Yeah, yeah. But this I, is this is the scene where <clears throat> gives him his self esteem. Yeah, well, with the with the the guy that's trying to show off, right? Yeah, this yeah. scene. For me, as a kid, oh yeah, I wanted to be smart to have so much knowledge that I could go into any conversation and have a good conversation with someone and st- kind of steal the show. Interesting. I, I love this. Like, I don't, it's I don't. so. Oh, I, I, how Matt Damon I, I know, comes in and he yeah. like just Sucker destroys the yeah. other guy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, I, I know I know exactly the energy of like because like I remember being like a teen and being like oh, I want to be the smart enough to destroy somebody. Mm-hmm. And then not now, destroyed, not just, destroyed. So yeah, just yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. balance shit out. Like, I'm hey, buddy, chime in and say that, that I'm making a gross generalization that that may be a very male oh, it is. feeling because I've never had any of these thoughts. I also like I don't want to brag. I've always been very secure with my intellect. Like I can always learn more, but I also don't have a problem with knowing that other people know things that I don't. Well, and I, was gonna, I like asking I was gonna, questions. I was going to dovetail it on like yeah. I've tried to lose that entirely, and what it was from teaching improv. Oh. And there's always, especially like the early levels, there's always one guy, always a guy who is trying to make sure everything is like proving that the scene is logically correct. And I'm like, this is improvised comedy. Yes. The fact that it's logically correct in your like scuba, uh, like guy who throws penises scene doesn't matter like like i'm more concerned what with a like, scene. write that down the, 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 like, like like i'm more concerned with like the like like are you like being truthful are you like following the following like the the, the sketch logic of it are you like listening to the person are you like um 
are are you are you playing the comedic game? Yeah. And then it's like the fact that's like yeah, that's incorrect in our world, but now make it correct. Like mm. it doesn't matter. Like you're two people on stage, and I think it's like that. That's the same. I haven't thought of uh, this, is, this. Is me thinking on my feet. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, 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 it's like that same energy of like, of like I want to be smart enough to like blah blah. It's like can be very poisonous and be very like destructive in like because 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 if it transfers from like uh, uh, it transfers from like oh like I want to be very smart and very like together and whatever. If it transfers from that energy into I want to be smart enough to push people down. Or be some, or prove that I am something. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes like a very destructive force in it, specifically it really improvised comedy, but probably yeah. definitely like hanging out the, the world. It's not just an improv, Alex. Um, <laughs> uh, for a couple but I things. disagree with you that it's male. Do you think it's? You think I think it's, it's human beings. It's human in general. beings. Interesting. My, yeah. I, maybe male is the wrong word. A masculine energy. Maybe like the like mm. like um. A dom- so I would say dominant. Dominant, energy. and then then maybe that goes in hand mm. in hand with mm. like. Uh, if I were to generalize um, that being said this is their accents are so incredible oh, <laughs> this part is yeah <laughs> she's beautiful she, isn't she gorgeous she's gorgeous I don't know people did not like Minnie Driver really yeah I thought she was great in this movie people had a weird like they made fun of her a lot I remember for what this time. how she looked really they said she had like a big head <laughs> Yeah, she's stunning. Oh, she literally everyone, looks like an angel. Everyone says stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Minnie Driver and Matt Damon. So they dated in real life, right? Did they really? Oh, I did yeah. not know Get that. Get ready for this. They go on Oprah. I watched this happen when I was on Oprah. <laughs> Oprah has an Oscar special. She, ha- she interviews everyone who's nominated that year. She has the cast of Good Will Hunting on. She asks if they were together. Matt Damon goes, no, we're not together. That is news to Minnie Driver. Matt Damon broke up with Come Minnie on. Driver on Oprah Winfrey show. Do they what? do they see the reaction? Yeah. Like, do you see how she? Is no, she you don't. Off? But I was like, oh, that must be an urban myth. Like, I saw that show, but like, I was like, but that must be fake. Google what Mini Driver. Mini Driver was like, he broke up with me no on that show. Way. We were very much together after that show. No we way. were not. <laughs> <laughs> this was my friend's dad in high school. Like in real life, the or actor, just in general? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, really? The guy that goes. Uh, the guy on the left or right or this guy? This guy, the one that on the right left. Have you met? Professor Lambeau, this is Professor Hayes. This right. guy with the with the hair. It's I a great line, actually. This, it's like, this is how we know that Hayes. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did write this movie. This character is Mr. Burns and Mr. Smithers. Like <laughs> Mr. This is Smithers right here. Yeah. Mr. Smithers. 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 <laughs> it's Smithers something is his name in the show. I think. I think Mr. Smithers in my entire life. I, Waylon Smithers. Waylon Smithers. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Queen Street West. Did you see that? <laughs> we did actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Queen Street in Boston? Probably not. Maybe. I mean, oh the, yeah, maybe all signs of the monarchy has been washed out of those original states. This yeah. is so cool. We are American. Part. It's so good. This actor is very good too. This guy's a theater actor in Toronto, the judge. Where he goes, you hit you a cop. I know a lot about this. I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This Crush is my it. This is if, if, if it's a 90s movie, she does more talking <laughs> than I do. The the judge says my uh, good line too, where he goes, you hit a cop, you're going down. <laughs> My little brother wanted to become an actor, and he went out to L.A. for a couple years. Yeah? And he learned this whole, uh, that whole scene, he learned it by heart to try and for, uh, for have monologues? that person. Yeah. Such a cool, like. Yeah. This is a great script. Yeah. This is, I'm sure every kid in a scene study class. I mean, yeah, I've done, has done I've done scenes from this 
uh, both ironically and unironically. Yes, that's good. <laughs> What does that mean to impersonate an officer? Like you literally pretend you're a cop? Yeah, yeah. To it's do very illegal. Why? <laughs> it's very legal. Yeah. Is that what you said? Uh, no well, shit. Because <laughs> uh, so so like you, I, I told you the origin of the name fake cops. Someone told me about it the other day, and I was like, "That's what it's from." Yeah. It wasn't you though. Oh no! Uh, so I'm I'm on a improv team, fake cops. And we do like okay. a bunch of stuff, and the origin of it is that um, uh, a friend of mine was doing a stand-up show in Detroit. Is this, this was it? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And then um, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, I'm just curious if it was. Anyway. Doing someone, you didn't tell me, but someone in okay. your group told me. Uh, and uh, he was uh, uh, driving. Like, uh, the, guy, the other comic who was picking up like was driving him in. And then he it was right when Detroit was like super like shutting down. And he's like, hey, just so you know, for the next like little stretch of road, I'm going to lock the doors. And if someone tries to pull us over, I'm just going to fucking book it till we get to like there's a cop shot, like a like a, mm-hmm. a a police thing over there, because there's a reports people stealing cop cars, pulling people over, and then robbing them blind. Jeez. And uh, it's like it's like what? It's like yeah, just like you know, fake cops, you know, things that happen. And I just they thought steal like steal the cop car. They steal the cop car because like Detroit has wow. like oh no money, right? They have like yeah. super underfunded police department at this point for sure. Steal the cop car. Uh, they'll pull someone over. They'll be like pretend to be an officer and be like, "Can you get out of your car, please?" And then just take the car and leave it on the side of the road. Wow, Damn. such balls! There was <laughs> at one point on eBay, people were buying the little oh uh, thing that you put on yeah, top of the thing. Yeah, yeah the there's thing. no way that that's and legal. They, and that, ha- but that ha- like people were stopping people and it was oh, dangerous. Yeah, that's so intense. Yeah. So how how old are you? I'm 29. 29. Okay, so you're you're my age. <clears throat> how did you get into comedy? Uh, like what age? So uh, like, very young, like a teenager. So like uh, the guy Philippe, I said we I did the the Goodwill Hunting thing yeah. is uh, the washroom's the other way, Vite. It's right behind. It's in the same room we're in. <laughs> um, uh, so the, the, uh, you can do it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, the guy I did that with is um, we were both in high school together, mm-hmm. and uh, we both liked comedy. And we just made like sketch videos on like my dad's mini DV camera and then did that through most of high school. And then I was like, and really wanted to do stand up. And then I was like 18. Yeah. I was pretty much able to roam free and like got on shows and like did stand up and then, uh, had a dramatic breakup with stand up, but moved into like improv and sketch and okay. writing and okay. still doing it now. No, that's good, man. If, if, like me, I, I wrote, I, tr- I wrote like a 20 minute stand up. Much I too wanted long. to do it. I wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I never had the balls to do it. I think it's one of the hardest things. San- to do. It's hard. so complex. And that's the be- that's the beauty of it in a way. That's not not, not everyone can make people laugh. You know, yeah. it's tough. And then to have really good material. Last night smoked up a joint and and, and uh watched the new Dave Chappelle. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. Dude. Are you a Dave Chappelle fan at all? Uh yeah, I do like him. I, I also have those like when I so like between like eighteen and like twenty three twenty four, I pretty much watch stand up every night. Yeah, and so there it is like hard for me to muster the energy to put stand up on of that okay. like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Good comedy and bad comedy and all that right now, but there's certainly a lot of it. Probably more bad comedy than good comedy right now. Right now. Yeah. We're in a, di- a new Same era of music. comedy. Yeah. We're in like this weird. Um, no man's land where things aren't as popular as they once were, but nothing new is coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's trying to follow everyone yeah. instead of being completely it, authentic. I truly can't think of anything like, okay, so Tim Robbins, is it Tim? No. Yeah, Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson's uh, 
I think you should leave came out. Yeah. And that was something new and everyone loved that. I think media moves too fast and comedy needs time. Hmm. Because Interesting. Yeah. I would also like and then you you I mean you're pitching shows now too. Yeah. And then you Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, cuz I was about to go to that emotion as well. Yeah. Uh of that you'll pitch something and you'll develop exactly like you you have this idea and you're like oh it's a really like and it's, it's it about down. something and I haven't seen anything like this before and blah 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 and you pitch it and you have the person be like we love it we love it we love it and then they get back to you being like it's too weird it's too out there it's yeah. too whatever I mean that's more my problem than I feel like your problem no we're pretty we're pretty we're not too weird hmm. we're starting next week we'll find oh, you, oh, yeah, Every, yeah, already out there. everything's fine no I'm just writing something right now oh, I'll, yeah. I'll write like a scene at a time and be like because now I'm showing it to people before when you write sketch it's like no big deal because it's also like quite a performer's medium yeah. where like mm. okay well if the words on the page don't make 100% just say it how you need to say it and then you can sell it and it's fine so now I'm like realizing that like the words have to make complete sense and they have to in each character have to it has to be so specific and all that jazz and I don't like it I can't believe they actually got George Plimpton sorry the last the last guy to be the therapy yeah he was a he's a novelist and he's yeah. like a real therapist. Really? Yeah. Oh, just not. In real, yeah. Yeah, or he has a PhD. Maybe I'm talking. I I, I do wonder because like I rarely challenge you on a lot of the facts no, you drop in. Do I was it. like, if you're you could just be doing like a long con <laughs> bit on me of just being like, yeah, and then that's how many driver I'll got t- broken up with. <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, Google that one. I know that one to be true because that one, that I, one, you hard. That one I googled because I thought that it was a like a like a, an old wives' tale. <laughs> you know. Have you guys ever? Met up with a psychologist and stuff. Have you I, ever done oh, that? Oh, yeah. We talk about therapists all the therapy. time. Yeah, you guys went. And did I've never therapy? done hypnotherapy. I've never done hypnotherapy. No, no. I got. Me I got either, a great no. therapist. I would do hypnotherapy to get rid of fears, but I'd just be afraid that they were gonna implant memories. <laughs> Once I was taking an Uber, yeah, to the airport, and the guy was asking me if I. It was excited. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just kind of scared of planes these days. And he goes, you know, I'm a hypnotherapist. And he gave me his card, which was just his number on a piece of paper. And said, an hour and a half, $400. I'll cure your fear. And I was like, this man's going to murder me. <laughs> and then take $400 from me. Did you call him? No. Gosh. No. As a woman, it's do you like. Believe, do you guys believe in that? Do you believe in hypnotherapy? that? Hypnotherapy? Not really. I don't know. The mind is a pretty powerful thing. Yeah. If you do believe it, have you that's guys know yeah, Joey that's Dispenza? Thing, yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right. Yeah. yeah. If you're susceptible to it, then yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah I yeah. think so too. Yeah. If you really believe in something, I it's think it's got to be. Because I do homeopathy, and I feel like that's the equivalent of hypnotherapy. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whatever works it, for you, and it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it all depends, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And if it is placebo effect, sure, but placebo effect works. works. Yeah. And like a lot of chemical like pills that you take are also placebos. Uh, so, oh, here's well, our boy. Let's not go into that He'll be here forever. But Joey, I think it's Joey or Joe, Joe Dispenza, he talks about the mind, how it, it's giving us, you know, it, it, it can get us sick, therefore it can also heal us, yeah, right? Yeah, you, unlo- you so, unleash yeah. the ability to be healed, but you have to like, that's it. If, if if that's in you to do, right? Like, and then if we won't get into it because it gets very hot no, topic. No, it is. But, but yeah, he's so good, Robin Williams. I think yeah. it's the, it was the anniversary of his I'm death. I'm so sad. That, yeah. that, that We lost someone that was amazing. Do you, remember, do you remember where you were when you heard? <laughs> I do. Yeah? Yeah. I don't remember, actually. I, my sister, I had just gotten home from work. It was like five in the afternoon. And my sister called me and said, I think 
Robin Williams died, turn on CNN, and then it was just wall to wall, like he committed suicide, blah blah blah, all this stuff. It was, it was truly so sad. It's uh, and, and, and like a lot of people say, well, it was kind of heroic because he didn't want to lose his mind and he didn't want to give in because he was losing his mind. He didn't yeah, want to accept Parkinson's, it. Yeah, he had Parkinson's. Yeah. But at the same time, like it yeah. sucks that. He, such a great human and such a, a human that made us laugh and oh I Jonathan mean, get ready all go ahead, comics girl. are very sad <laughs> really yeah. really why yeah. why well, is that like, so how, so how, how I like found musicians out, Jesus yeah, yeah. Talk, to died, yeah. talk to me talk to me how I found Sorry. out Rob Williams died is my mom I was home for like like a like an afternoon or something and uh, my mom comes downstairs to where I was and she just goes Robin Williams died how dare he take him from me oh. and then like and like it like goes it goes into a very emotional thing i'm like uh-huh and then goes upstairs and i'm like i don't get that at all and my friend who was in the basement with is just like what the fuck i'm like what the fuck just happened and he, he's like you tried to kill yourself when you're 16 and now you're a comedian and i was like oh yeah yeah yeah. So oh yeah that makes sense robin williams killing himself it's very sad it um he also had tried in the past which makes me feel like it's something that regardless of news that you receive mm-hmm. in your life, mm. if that's something that you can do, maybe he was always going to, like maybe it was something that he was always planning on doing, doing yeah. but I don't know. Oh my God, he's being the shit out of Casey Affleck like, to the mm. point where he has a bloody nose. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know though. I don't know enough about we, the information. We, it, we can't judge people. Yeah, it's crazy it's how like, we, we have to stop judging people. Yeah. And they th- we think that because they have the, the ultimate life. Have you seen the HBO documentary on him? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it is really good. But very sad man. Yeah. You know, sad guy who had addiction issues. Yeah. With co- cocaine addict, yeah, right? Cocaine yeah, cocaine addict, you know, which is... Is that, is that, does that happen a lot in your business? In line, in line it's very expensive. Yeah, coke yeah. is, it doesn't seem to be an issue right now. People do coke and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And I think well, it's gross. What? And mm-hmm. I've put my word out there. What? <laughs> very anti-coke. Yeah, I don't like, too, I don't like coke. Mm. A lot of alcoholics. We spend our time with a yeah. lot of alcoholics. Because mo- most shows are propped up in the building. The building's money is on selling alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And but when you guys write, do you guys write like having a drink and like shooting the shit? Uh, How depends does that work on, for you guys? Depends on the group. Like public like public works does, but fake ups doesn't. No, I mean, I don't. I'm, I Right now, I'm not drinking. Right now, you're sober. I have uh, anxiety, so I've stopped drinking and stopped like smoking pot. Do you drink a lot of like coffee? No, I don't do caffeine either. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people have anxiety, and it's actually caused because of because of caffeine. One of the most dangerous drugs. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. It's yeah. pretty boring right now. No, it's good. I'm happy that I figured out that this is a help for me. Mm-hmm. But drinking is so widely accepted as a comedian. Like it's so mm. important. Yeah. It's yeah. so part of your thing as a comic that people who are truly sober that have to, that have to be sober I don't know how they do it even not even as a comic as a human again as a human yeah like you go out with your friends and they're having a drink and they're like come on just have one fucking oh, drink oh yeah it's so tough to go out and not have a drink mm. and people it's always ask difficult. you why aren't you drinking that's mm. why I immediately say like this is why I'm not drinking because it really also, shuts down the conversation. It shuts down the conversation, but also I wouldn't call myself sober mm-hmm. because I don't have a problem with drinking. Yeah. I just like a drinking alcohol uh, fueled. Well, that's, a, that's an illness. Exa- exactly. Yeah, it's an illness. So I, I think it would be disrespectful for me to sit here and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm sober because it wasn't hard for me to stop drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I just stopped. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 why I usually justify it. Because I saw this, by the way, mm-hmm. I, because I saw this movie, this scene of when they first meet, 
this is how I acted with my first therapist. Oh, really? I, and I only went to see a therapist, I think, tw- I think twice. Oh, you've only, oh, you got to get into it. You got to get into and, it. It uh, doesn't start working until it's a pattern. Well, what I realized, <laughs> well, this is what I realized. <laughs> we love therapy. We were big I therapy love talking with people yeah. instead. So that was me too. I loved, I loved. That's oh, why we, we, we order, well, we'll order. That's why we get a therapist is we're afraid to talk about the real shit inside of us. That's true. But then sometimes it becomes a burden on your friends. It does. <laughs> and it's it important That's true. To, to like, That's true. To, yes, it's important to emotionally connect with people. Yeah. And like therapy will sometimes be that way. You can have a professional, obviously, telling, giving you fan. tricks and giving you. Yes, I was which ha, is a great. toolkit. This yeah, is toolkit. what I call it. Yeah. yeah, big fan of having someone who gives me a toolkit. Yeah. That's um, what I love about my, my, my friend, my little circle that I have. I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I have. Are tight. Are, yeah, and we can yeah. talk about anything. I can go on and, and they can, you know, you know, be mad at me and then they can just start telling me I'm completely wrong. And I love that. I yeah. think it's really, really important. Yeah. To just kind of talk to the people that you love and your friends. And, 100%. You know. I think it's important. Alex has nice emotional friends that he talks to. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. I find it so pleasant when, when men are able to do that because I find that a lot of Guys, you, you date a lot of guys who can't. Is yeah. that your boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Or? No, I don't have a boyfriend okay. <laughs> anymore. Um, but uh, uh, it's nice when men are emotional and can emotionally lean on each other, and I appreciate. Yeah. And I think it's very healthy. I read like an article once that said like guys lose a lot of their friends in their like early thirties because that's usually when they get into like a more serious relationship with like a significant mm. other, and then it causes them to like not be able to keep their like network of people that are around them. But I seem to be surrounded by men that don't have that. You're also surrounded by comedians who are single and ready to mingle. <laughs> I think men are really changing. Like there, it was so, yeah, it was like my dad, for instance, my dad's in fifties. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he was like, a sportsman. Yeah, I can't imagine. There was the... no way he was talking about emotions. Oh, 100%. no way. And he it was, was like, hockey if you talk yeah. about emotion, and this is like, really, it's yeah. not what he says, what I'm saying, but I know that this is how people thought. If you were emotional, you were either gay or really weird. Yep. Yep. What mm-hmm. the fuck is that? The patriarchy. So stupid. I yeah. mean, that's, that's how I got into like a lot of music stuff is, is like, I got all these emotions, got to put them somewhere. Damn right. And then it's mostly like screaming and sadness, but still works. Yeah. I think so. You got to have an outlet for your emotions. Yeah. I'm trying to think how what my outlet is. This podcast. Comedy, no, not at all. Yeah, a little comedy for sure. Writing, right? Yeah. De- definitely, your your sketches are relatively emotional. I have to go check yeah. out your stuff. Okay, I well, have to go. I, I'm sorry, I didn't do that. Usually, oh, no, I, I'm I'm like prepared. To, and, you could listen to this podcast, I guess, as our most recorded. Yeah, I have. I like. I, you you don't have a lot of. Like most of your stuff's live. I've, most of my my stuff is live. I've been on a couple of television shows for one second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. How many yeah. stand-up shows do you, do you like do per year? Like, do you I'm not a stand-up, okay, so you don't I do, do I do sketch and improv. Okay. I was doing the thing that you could probably look up for me would be my CBC show, which actually is quite emotional. Okay. It was called Questionable Relationship Advice, and then I would have a guest on, and then we would answer okay. ad, uh, relationship questions. Okay, um, so you could Google that. Is it, but it's, so it's not just comedy; it's also acting in a way, or is it just? Yeah, I would call myself a comedic more, actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I write. Okay. Yeah, I'm not like a for. For live stuff, for sketch okay. and improv. I don't write for improv. And then I write for the Beaverton and CBC. Okay. Yeah. So that was what I do. Mm-hmm. And how did, how did you, because I, I asked him. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. how, how did you get into that? How did you? Oh, um, when I was 20, a kid. Are you, are you same age? I'm 31. Yeah. 31, so you're a little yep. older. So when I was a kid, 
my sister had got an agent and the agent told her to take improv classes mm -hmm. and she didn't like it but she was like oh i think you would really like it so i started when i was like 13 and i did improv all through high school and then i went to theater school because i always knew i wanted to be an actor and then when i was doing theater school i was like oh no i think i want to be a comedian mm. so then i went back to second city as soon as i was finished and then from there that's when my career pretty much started. And I worked with Second City. I did like the touring company. And then I got into Skechersons, which is how I met Alex, which mm. is we write and perform shows every week. You should really go check it out. I will. In, no, I will. 100%. Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing Spook next, right? I am, yeah. Okay, so you'll be working. Colin's going to be on the show. Colin Sharp? Yeah. <laughs> Colin Sharp's going to be, he was also in the Skechersons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's such a big hockey fan. So I okay. think he might ask we'll, you a we'll lot of hockey, hockey questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and that's how... Uh, that is how that, that started. That's so how cool. I did it, and then you've been doing it ever since. That's you pretty know, that's much. Yeah, thing. I don't know. I don't know if, how you guys feel about it, but like, we have a we have a pretty rough life in the art world. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I'm, I've had a lot of ups and downs, guys. As someone who is currently not drinking because of panic. Yes, I yeah. didn't realize how tough it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Someone who had a I had a whole sad day and missed a few parties and hangouts <laughs> on the because I was sad about this stuff yeah <laughs> it's hard it crushes you because it's your passion you know what i mean and and well it's when i think and doors don't open or they close into your face yeah it's hard and then well, to go up another couple steps like fuck, a joke i've been saying which is like a chris gethard i'm paraphrasing oh, it's chris so gethard, beautiful chris gethard uh, of just like i want i wonder why i decided to to tie my emotional state to a career in the arts it's like we can't this is you, the whole you thing. just can't do it that's the whole thing yeah. is you can love doing it you can have it be your life, but you cannot identify with your work because the second you identify with it, then you're like lost in the wind. You have to know who you are, your yeah. core, or else, yeah, fucking yeah. every day would be a goddamn and, misery. And that's yeah, what yeah. I, and that's, yeah. I had, I don't know if you guys had that, but I, I was so lost because I did not know who I was to the core. That's, and that I'm takes, still learning. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, I think well, that agree. that's going to keep going, but holy shit. That's the whole thing, right? You okay, know. so guys, sorry. To no, shoot, hit shoot. back into this yes. movie. So I've been to this store too. This is at across from the. Um, so were you a big fan of this hospital? movie? Like, a huge you fan know of this everything. Movie. About huge fan of this movie, but I also a big fan of movies in general, yeah. and I enjoy yeah. knowing this. I just happened to know where it was, and Which one day one I was this? in the area. This is across from the hospital. This is um, which hospital? St. Mike's. Oh uh, yeah, I know exactly where this is. Yeah, what's the street? Um, Church? No. No, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. And you know where Oasis now? This is where all the auditions are. Is near this, place. but I do believe this is also shut down. Like, sorry, my bike ride towards the auditions. Yeah, I was you're going to be late if you, if you show up. Yeah, this joke about the caramels is what I, I was a nanny for many years, and yeah, I would you, pull this you, on yeah. many a children's. <laughs> it's crazy how much movies. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the caramels. Movies really give us ideas yeah. for character and, and to do things. Like it's oh, yeah. so influential. Sometimes, so influential. Oh, man. He's, you know, Will Hunting might be a bit of a lovely person. Because I'm trying to, like, pull apart. I like to pull apart, like, who are the assholes in yeah. movies. Yeah. He might be kind of lovely. He's such an intelligent person. He's very person. romantic. Yeah. yeah. Then he's a complete asshole who has a problem where he, like, leaves her. But he's, it's because he's yeah. so... Yeah. For being how fucked up as he is, but I guess you'd have to turn a blind eye to his violence. That would actually be a really big yeah. problem. He's <laughs> a very violent man. So I, 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 I thought you were talking about in real life. Oh, so, Matt Damon. Because I find him super intelligent. Matt Damon in, in, might be, in person. Might be a beautiful person. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's Matt what I thought you meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I agree with that, too. But you were going character. Okay, I'm, I'm a character. But I agree with that as well. Yes, yes. 
I usually have a big problem with. Well, many I feel like men. he's honestly playing himself. Probably. I, I think Matt Damon has a very high emotional intelligence. He's mm. an emotional monster. Yeah, you've, seen, you've, even, you've said this on the podcast many times. I'm obsessed with him because. Mm. Um, of, did you see him on Saturday Night Live? He played Brett Kavanaugh. No, I did not see it. Oh, it's Jr. You gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You gonna love it. Because he comes on. The, the, the very first line of the sketch is it's like the Brett Kavanaugh hearing. He comes on and he just sits down and goes, What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Because it's just. Uh, just comes in at a 10. It's so funny. He can cry is so good. Is this the scene good. you were talking Is it this yeah, scene? Yeah, this yeah. is the scene, right? Yeah. And then, so it's. And then it basically, we, we would do it and then uh, take a shot, take a piece of clothes, and then do it. Again, but then became this was thing. Was that disaster? It was a disaster. Yeah. I feel like I saw it, but I don't remember the taking off the clothes part. At the end, we were in our underwear. Huh. And I'm yelling, and, and me and Philippe are yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah, Philippe starts rushing through the monologue, and I was like, I don't like how he's doing it. I think I came late. I think I missed the Oh, you the missed the, 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 the setup became this, like, I've coerced him into doing this. <laughs> and then also that we started, like, pulling apart, like, the writing of the scene and, like, the context of the scene and being like, imagine you were 24 and this is how you talked like, <laughs> and, then, and uh, like interrupting it. And like, really like, it's just like, like the, like the idea that we had is like, just like corrode it, like corrode the scene into nothing. And like, that's the comedy of it. Okay. And, uh, oh uh, yes. Fake cops. Very deep. <laughs> yeah. That's the, I mean, yeah, no, it's good. It's cool. I like, it. I like it. I'm just being an asshole. Uh, we, we, we want, we, we are trying, I mean, we, we keep on talking about how we want to get like a theater creator grant to turn into a full show. We, ha- we have a whole like, we have it like mapped out as a full show and then we just haven't bothered to like. Do you take do the-, the shows? Uh, we used to, we don't anymore. You should start. I know. We keep, yeah. Taping them. Well, because now we've had the interest of stuff and then we're like. You're what, just posting them and stuff? Yeah. Well, um, no, because then that could be a part of your package because yeah. grant people are dumb and then you could be like, look. Yeah. So I run this. The, with fake cops. <laughs> Poor John. No, 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 I'm listening. I'm trying to. Uh, 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 I, I run this show called The yeah. Disaster, which is like an alternative comedy show. And the mm-hmm. rules are you can do whatever you want as long as it's not traditional stand up, traditional improv. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of built its own voice in like uh, uh, being very honest and also very like destructive and, and disturbing and I'd say disturbing yeah I feel you, like I'm you, the mom of the show because yeah, sometimes you, when I'll go there and I'll be like uh, uh, stop everybody stop <laughs> you're all gonna injure yourselves the backflip one was the one you got the most yeah mad. yeah he did this thing where he wanted to backflip onto a mattress because I got dumped after like a four year relationship oh, and shit. I wanted to prove that I could I still had worth and so that I was... found so I found a mattress on the street and between each act Ew, I would... you found it on the street <laughs> yeah I and between, could, you, could you backflip not even slightly he I was, was kind of close I got, I got close he he kept getting good height. Yeah. And then midway through it, he said, "Oh, I had surgery when I was yeah. a kid." <laughs> oh, so yeah, no, not a kid. I get like when I was like a teen, like eighteen. Yeah. So I, I was born with like, a dent in my chest, yeah. and I had surgery to put a metal bar in, and it breaks all your ribs, and that like my chest is all weird. It's like now the bar is gone, and like it's healed. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'm not supposed to like bang my chest into a mattress. It was very upsetting. Yeah. I told him that he that had to call his good. mom. So you were you were going through rough rough fucking patch. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. my thing my thing was either Much I'll like learn to backflip. Like the will hunting, if yeah. you will. I'll either learn to backflip or I'll fucking die. It was my... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, well, how long ago was this? Uh, two years ago? Two years ago? Two years ago? Was, yeah. How long did it take you to kind of get over... The girl. Oh, still. Uh, still, still yeah. No, uh, I'm dating a very nice, lovely lady. Uh, that, 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 that breakup was weird because it was basically happened for six months and then really the Band-Aid went off in like the mm. November. And that show, I think, was January. Mm-hmm. So like, so, uh, and then also like a weird one is like I met the girl I'm dating now, like maybe like 
I was like, oh, I'm gonna get on Tinder like after like we broke up like a few weeks after yeah. we broke up and then I met she was like the second or third Tinder date I went on. And I really like her. Alex is go. what we would call a serial monogamist. Yeah, a little bit. He likes being in relationships. Yeah, it's okay. I I, think everyone so. every, <laughs> a lot of humans do. Geez. Yeah, I think it's nice. I'm like that too. I love I, I, I got yeah. I got dumped. Well she cheated on me and mm. I um I went through a rough fucking patch too and then uh, check out my video Good Things okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it Have you guys ever seen it at all? No, no Check no, it out yet. though It's no. about that And how what I went through And a, a little bit about my mom How she went through cool. yeah. What she went through With my dad and stuff It's a heavy video mm. But worth watching It's oh. a beautiful Beautiful song Man breakups That's like by Me and Alex's Like connection I believe Yeah Yeah I mean no Serial killers <laughs> Serial killers That's true <laughs> Put up a slideshow. Oh, there's your friends there. Oh, these are your buds. Would you call this your entourage? <laughs> no, these are my, my, my drummer and my oh, this piano player. Drummer? I'm going to go to the bathroom. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. This is Alex. At this point, uh, Jonathan's other band members came in, and the introductions were kind of done off mic, and they pass around a single mic for the rest of the podcast. So the sound dips in quality, but it's still fine. It, just, just, just so you understand what happened. Okay, back to the show why are you allowed to hold on okay so what's your name sorry I forget your name oh my name is Calder this is Calder and you're the drummer I'm Johnny's keyboard player oh you're the keyboarder and you're the drummer and Mark's the drummer and Mark's the drummer and uh, uh, okay this is great sorry let's get this on mic because I enjoy this topic so you've asked entourage people like people I know I wish I had the courage to like ask I I, like like one guy like I was like I just wear sunglasses good like yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) like I'll be like you know, backstage, or I've been to like rap shows where like you could just hang out on the stage while like the rapper's doing his thing. Okay. And there'll be like twenty dudes there, but like I'll be, you know, I was in the opening band, so I'm like, okay, like I know why I have a wristband, but then there's like all these dudes who are like <laughs> they're just filming, and I'm, I'm like, what are you, what are you guys doing? I'm trying to think. And and why does he love you so much? And how can I get a friend that is that? You know, I I I do think like. Like, imagine you went, like, especially, like, rap, rap stuff is, like, you go from, like, in your bedroom to stage with thousands of people overnight. Like, that, like there's very, like, the, like it's not like, overnight. It's not it sometimes overnight. takes, like, ten years. Yeah, but, but I mean, I mean like, 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 the one day you're playing, like, nobody, next day you're playing to a bunch of people. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of, like, the promotion of it happens online where, like, say, if you play punk music, it's, like, you tour forever and you slowly grow. It's, like, I think you go, like, because you just do that huge jump, it's, like, I don't know, give me a lot of passes. You want to come? Like, yeah. like, like that's more what that it feels like it. to me. Like, the homies. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Well, just it's the lifestyle. It's the lifestyle. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. It's the lifestyle is what I believe. It's, it's what they're, this is how yeah, Carl Wolf. They always run with a, with a posse, but like, yeah. yeah, even like pro athletes will have like their. Interesting. And I, I, I guess, think I'll have an entourage if I need one. Yeah. <laughs> I like people being around. I guess it depends on what makes you comfortable and maybe they ground you. I don't know. Have you seen the show Entourage? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it does not hold up. I stopped you. watching it like. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Is it that bad? My well, brother was in love with that It was show. so fun when it came out, but now it's so bad for women. It just really set us back. Yeah. It's quite sexist. <laughs> well, no, it's just like women are props in that show. But, you know, that is uh, the media. Yeah. <laughs> in general. But it's, uh, I think, but it's about Mark Wahlberg's entourage life. And I feel like it's kind of realistic in that regard. I don't know. Those, those, those are interesting dynamics, I find, like, between humans. You got, like, the one 
kind of breadwinner, and then you got like these people who are like, I I I love. I want to eat the chips in the green room. Yeah, like, that's my job. <laughs> Mike Tyson had a bunch of dudes that would just hang out with him, and he, he blew a lot of his money on them. Yeah, he was like, you guys want some cars, and he would be like, boom, 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 boom. And they, yeah, they didn't really have anything to do with, with, his, with his career as a, as a fighter, but he was like, you guys are all coming with me, you know? Well, this is a thing. That, also once a lot again, on drugs, I'm going to bring up was, my girl. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, that's he did acid when he was like seven years old. Jesus Christ. He has no. an interview on Joe Rogan, yeah. Little, little Mike Tyson? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then he also got his head beaten? Not from boxing? Much. Not that much. No? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the it, fights it, were very quick. The fights were very quick. The whole thing is that he didn't get hit that much. Oh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. So he has no excuse for how awful he was to his wife. Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, oh, no, I was, I was going to bring up my girl, Oprah, because I've talked about her already on the show. So Oprah talked about this thing called, like, they call black people tax, where a lot of black artists have to bring up people that they've, like, come up with. But she talked about how she had a um, a dinner with everybody that was in her family and was like, okay, I'm going to give this to you, this to you, and this to you. Whoa. Because it's, like, how it was set up. I don't know if this is, like, true per se, but that's just what I read in, like, an article about Oprah. So maybe, like, in the rap world or, like, Mike Tyson, like, the boxers, maybe it's just something that it's, like, I feel like I have to take care of everybody that I've come up with. Like, it's, impo- it's proper for well, my family. Well, Whitney Houston, have you watched the documentary? Oh, how yeah, she, yeah, yeah. like... Helped the whole family and like gave them money and then gave like a lot of money. The dad and the dad was managing. Yeah. And then fuck the dad leaves with like a bunch, like stole a bunch of money, right? Insane. And yeah. then she was actually also abused yeah. by her was it, aunt. Her that, aunt, right? Think, yeah. Fuck, it's so sad, man. Oh, yeah. That Whitney Houston documentary is. It's, ha- it's 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 actually really really good. It's and so well really made. Sad at the same time. But it's so sad. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. This is like something that I read. I'm not sure if it's like a, a thing that. That that does sound so, like something Oprah would do. That Oprah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had a dinner. Yeah. And everyone in her family that kept coming out and reaching out for money because like Oprah is like a ridiculously rich person. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna now give you get this, you'll get a house, you'll get a car, you'll get that, and then you're not allowed to come at me anymore. But I mean, I do love that Oprah's solution for anything is have a nice dinner. Yeah. Like it's like no matter what the conversation <laughs> is, it's like step one, put the roast in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, she just did a thing on Instagram where she gave all the dogs that she has treats, and she went, "You get a treat, you get a treat." Uh, of course. <laughs> oh, guys, follow. You follow Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, is it, is it a good follow? It's it's her gardening mostly. Okay. It's you you, you, you have definitely we've been watching a movie and you've stopped to be like, look at this garden. Like, get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. She's a brilliant woman. Oh, great she woman. A lot for for uh, African Americans. Oprah's. That's insane. Oprah's the best. She, yeah. <laughs> but you can hate her too. I don't know. I don't I know don't anything know. negative you, about her. Would, would, are you gonna have an entourage? Like when we get huge? Yeah, John, get an entourage. <laughs> yeah. What's gonna be the entourage? No, you guys have to have Keep an entourage. Yeah. I don't think instrumentalists get to have an entourage. I don't even think Yo-Yo Ma has an entourage. <laughs> I want to see Yo-Yo Ma's entourage. Fun fact, I'm in Yo-Yo Ma's It's just like 12 old guys playing cards. Like, <laughs> So funny. Oh, I love it so much. Well, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you're super, super famous, you probably want people around you that'll be truthful and honest with you. But yeah. then sometimes the cat, like the, the catch 20, I, I think it might depend the, on like who you are as like the, the celebrity 
Cause like, who is like if if their ego can't handle like truth, then they're gonna surround themselves with yes men and yes, stuff like that. Yes, exactly. That's true. They're very and then like that, if yeah. they're like stronger, then they'll have. I know that like Justin Bieber, now he his entourage is now his church, so he has like his pastor. Oh, I know. Isn't that a, I'm actually sad. It's a real bummer. I know it's such a bummer. Anything against religion? No, I, I understand. Think it can be I don't a like his. Thing. I don't like his particular religion. I don't like religion. <laughs> I know. But no, not, I don't, not people. Who not are for religious. me. For me, doesn't fit for me, and it's okay. I, I don't hate the people. I hate the. I'm not mad at the hey, people who are religious. I'm mad at. I just don't like. I just don't think religion has done too much good compared to the bad. You're on the right other. podcast. We don't yeah. like religion. No, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Guys. Are religious. I'm not. I'm not mad at people who are religious. I, I think that it that they, they might be in a place where that's just what they believe in. That. Yeah, it's true. It's wherever you are in like your journey and what you yeah, need to like it's move. You know. And if it's and if it's if it's helping him out, then. Know. Great, but I find he's you know a bit lost, and I think he's an amazing artist, and I can't wait for him to come back. I wonder, I wonder what it'd be like to be a Justin Bieber because he's been pretty much the most famous person ever since he was what fifteen. Yeah, yeah he's like the and now he's what twenty, like yeah, like twenty five. He's a social media Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's yeah. not, because I don't, uh, Michael Jackson to me is a genius, right? I think for him, oh no, we didn't get the memo. We don't talk about Michael Jackson on this oh, show Oh shit, anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, do, we, we, I mean, we do talk about Woody Allen on every episode, so like. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's terrible. I know, but yeah. the thing is with, with Justin Bieber is like, well, by the way, watch the, watch the Dave Chappelle, watch the Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah. Watch the new Dave Chappelle, and he talks about that, and oh, yeah? it is awesome. mind-blowing. Oh, my God. No, I mean, with, with Bieber, it's better that he's into religion than, I guess, drugs, because I feel like that would be, like, one of the two. Cause I, if he gets heavy into, like, some kind of, like, ayahuasca oh, stuff, he might, I, he might change I, I his life, for you know? Bieber's, like, psych- like psychedelic <laughs> album. Yeah. Of, like, it's just, like, it's Justin Bieber, but he's like, sounds, like, of Montreal. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more drum machines, bro. Yeah. Oh, I would enjoy that so much. You know what? Everyone's just doing what they gotta do to survive in this world. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Oprah's giving out houses, and Justin yeah. Bieber hangs out with his pastor. Yeah, yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever works. So, guys, we're watching Good Will Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen this movie? Yeah. Yeah. No. <gasps> what? Oh, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. I want. <laughs> so that's why you should watch yeah. it. You've you've Netflix. watched worse things on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like. The- <laughs> Well, I just say easy, easy access is all it takes for me. Do you to guys watch. get funded by Netflix or do we? Oh, I wish. No, but we went to a Netflix party when we were in JFL. Yeah, and it was fucking weird. It was it was intense. Oh, yeah. Was it like a night was wide shut kind of party? Oh, I oh, wish. No. no. It, 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 it. <laughs> you guys hang out a lot, huh? <laughs> uh, no, it, it was like like you know like in a '90s movie they have like a rave scene where you like. Like they go into a rave and it's like super packed, super loud. And like, that's what the party was. It yeah. was like indoors, super loud, started at midnight. And which is weird for JFL of we were saying to you before of like the most industry driven thing we've ever been to where everyone's trying to talk and you have no ability wow. to have like a little conversation with no, someone. You couldn't. So then, so then it just meant like the, the quieter parts of like outside the main room and like the like, little weird little side room are just jam packed people just fucking talking. It was, yeah. it was insane. And we saw Hassan Minaj and he looked like a beautiful deer. He was gorgeous. Hassan Minaj is a gorgeous man. He's a gorgeous man. He, I don't know if I've the, talked the about The camera this. does. 
the, the camera does him no, no favors. No favors for how beautiful. Because I kept saying, like, someone's like, oh, son Minaj is here. And I was like, oh, I really want to see him. And then Alex pointed and I was like, look. And he's tall. He's like six oh, yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's taller than you. would be short. Yeah, no. right? He's taller than everyone around him. And he's like, glows like an angel. <laughs> he's someone that you would notice even if he wasn't famous. Yeah, like, if he wasn't famous, you, your eyes would be drawn to him. Yeah, yeah. He's super. You guys know who Hassan Minaj is? Yeah, there you go. Oh. I don't know. Who he, is. Yeah. he was on The Daily Show and, and now he has a show on Netflix. Yeah. It's called The Patriot Act. Fucking terrific. Yeah. So good. It's yeah. kind of like a TED Talk, but funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like on stage by well, it's himself. Kinda, yeah, it's a mix of like a TED Talk and The Daily Show, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's like a monologue. But back to the movie. <laughs> this We've is, this been struggling on getting back <laughs> to the movie. It's okay. This is usually like how the, the, yeah. the podcast goes. I, I would say with, with this, with I mean, now, now we, we talk through the part of the movie I would say is like heavily drags. You think? Yeah. I don't. I, when, when, when he's kind of yeah. like wooing Mini Driver, it's like. There's some oh, good stuff in there. It, fix, it, it fixes the ending. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's, I wouldn't say. And it's they're creating like, this relationship, yeah, these yeah, two, Robin yeah, Williams it's like, and Matt like, Damon. I, I, I love think, that. I think like, if, if another actor was in Robin Williams' role for this, you'd be like, this section fucking drags. Robin Williams is oh, very dude, charming 100%. and very funny. And I'm sure most of this you was improvised. You could give Robin Williams and, the shittiest yeah, yeah. lines and he'd make them yeah. great. I think Robin Williams is why this movie got made, though. I think they signed yes, that, on Robin that, Williams. That was and then, why, yeah. So, but here's the thing that I love about Robin Williams. Do you think if he just never shaved, he would just become one full thing of hair? <laughs> I think, like, his beard would start here, I imagine. Yeah. This is see. This is why Gus Van Sant is such a good director. Who would think that this would be a good idea to block a scene like this, like extreme close up and kind of dark? Mm. But what it does is it creates the intimacy of how their relationship is. Mm. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you can feel what kind of like that they're all over each other and like like how romantic they are. It, like when, you're, when you're that close, when you're intimate with someone, all you see is like the the, it's the, just the, part of their the face. pores on their yeah, skin. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're creating that. You yeah. feel like you're yeah. intimate with them. It's true. Cool. It's true. You feel like it's there. See this now. This I would say is oh, is a charming part of the movie, but definitely oh. definitely drags. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna, I mean, if, if I'm gonna if, get, I mean, all I, I, I use this joke. So hot. What the hell, man? Yeah, she's beautiful. She looks like the hottest version of a girl that you know. I feel. <laughs> I feel like she's very like you could talk to her tomorrow. What? She's yeah. very beautiful. Got that girl next door. <laughs> yeah, thing girl going next door. On, but like, she also much. has crazy curly hair that they straighten in this movie. My, my wife, my wife has a, a, a big mistake. jaw like that. Like, <laughs> really has a big. I love that that kind of. Yeah, know, she frame. does have a big jaw. She got a she got a jaw line. Squared. Squared. Yeah. I used I used to do this joke at school. It's a good I grabbed joke. this joke. And I stole it. So you took this joke and I took the caramel joke. There you go. Yeah. And I took the so entire park bench scene. <laughs> 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 Funny. I can't stand. I really, and I don't know about you guys, but I can't stand movies that have like musical things that happen during them. Like, oh, what, yeah. what was the musicals are Except great? Disney movies. What? Like the Zac Efron <laughs> movie like, back in the day. Oh, you talking about High School no, Musical? Like, yeah. <laughs> but what was the what was pitch? What was not Pitch Perfect? But what was what was Glee? Right? Was it Glee? Oh, Glee. That made it like really popular. Yeah, what? Glee did bring back. No, I'd say Moulin Rouge. And then Bob like Grey's Anatomy at one point brought it in and started doing a musical inside. Oh, yeah. The, well, it drove me nuts. That's that's bullshit. When I was a kid, I I, I really enjoyed Disney movies that had that had music. But those are the only ones. And I think it's I think it's a it has to do with because we were kids. It's like an some kind of a nostalgic thing, but. You know, from well, uh, aside from those three movies, I can't stand musicals. Disney I don't like are... the genre. <laughs> like, uh, 
But you yeah, guys but are, are musicians. <laughs> Oddly enough, I don't like musicals. It's just, it's a format thing. It's mm-hmm. like the way that, that the, it, it's so corny. I think so it either resonates with you or it doesn't. Because when I watch a musical, something inside of me goes like, <sighs> like since, like I was, like there's nothing I can do to, to stop that. And even when it's a bad musical or whatever. I did a, I did a musical on, in Montreal. It was really big, big musical. And I loved it. Don Juan, Don Juan. Oh, you did Don Juan. And it was so the you sing act um, and to sing was, I loved it. Oh, it was insane. And to and to prepare a character and to go up on there and to act while singing. It just it was amazing. And then and then to fight sword. I had to like sword fight with with my buddy. It was just it was you you would have loved. Actually, I think you would have liked that musical. I'm we'll find you, out. Man. We'll find out. Hell yeah. We liked it because Johnny was having so much fun. He would have been so happy for Johnny being being the number one in his entourage. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back there. You're back there, like eating craft services. Yeah. Like being like, way to go, Johnny. Well, <laughs> the I catering say, on this show is amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, love it. I was I was in a couple of musicals, and I'll say like, yeah, the actual performing of it on stage is probably the most fun you can have on stage. Whereas I find like in plays, rehearsal is more fun. Like when it's not a musical, but in a musical, rehearsal is not fun. It's like so much work and blah, blah, blah. But then actually being on stage in a musical is so fun. Do you... Do, what do you guys love? Do you love playing the character? What is it that you love about? It? Is it playing like making up a character and being trying and being somebody else? Is that because f- for me that's what it was? Oh. Is like being somebody different than I than and, and and forgetting my problems or forgetting the things that I love and really bringing in this new character and like being somebody else for a couple hours. Well, I, just, the, I really enjoyed that. I'm the opposite. I like being myself on stage. I'm also that. Yeah, I like the more honest and like vulnerable I enjoy is on stage. I find it hard to put on top. So I would rather play myself so vulnerable to the point where it's like an abstraction of who Mm -hmm. I am. It's Mm -hmm. not really who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. So Uh, like scenes like, um, let's say like, uh, like the Joker, that to you is that you would not be able to go into that area in that that gray zone. It depends. It's like I go like I like playing myself being fighting for myself but then the fun for me is like putting on a thing that I don't believe or putting on a thing that like okay. that is very not me okay. and putting that in there and being like how do I stay that yeah. with that with that yeah with so keeping complex yourself. too so hard yeah like if I but I'm also a bad actor so maybe I'm wrong <laughs> if I think about acting I, I think of it more because people like to put on stuff whereas I think of it as to like take off yeah is how I would uh, describe that okay that's how it makes sense in my brain. Because I, when I was training, I like remember like trying to get the walk of the other person and all that stuff and yeah. being like, this isn't working for me. I'm not feeling anything. It feels very false. And then I realized yeah. I, I shouldn't put on. I should like figure out who I am like truly and then it can go from there. And have you, have you like, do you feel like you've gone? Like, are, you, are you there? Could you start playing yourself but, but like adding, like he's saying, adding little twists to it, so it becomes a character I in a way? I think so. I haven't had the opportunity in a while. But do you want to go down that alley? I think so, yeah. Because you're, what, 31, it. you said, right? 31, I'm There's still time to go down that. 80, how old is that? Yeah. Old enough? March 88. March 88th. March 8th. March 15th. Oh, shit. March 15th. He's March 9th. March 9th, yeah. March 9th, wow. But he's not 88. He's 90. 90. 89, what are you? Some. What's the sign of all that? I'm Pisces. Pisces, Pisces. And you're Aries because you're on the cusp. Yeah. And what are you? I'm a a Gemini. Whoa. So you're June? Yeah, June 4th. June 4th. 
We did it, guys. <laughs> We're all born in March. <laughs> yeah. Except for, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, you didn't get the memo. I got more womb time, which I think is nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. If you that came womb out, was nice, boy. Yeah, if you came out in March, it would have been bad for you. It wouldn't have yeah. been good. You wouldn't have been cooked. I'm skinnier than I already am, and, and that's not a good thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then I just keep thinking about what the original intent of this movie, which was them, him to become such a genius that the CIA hires him and it becomes a spy thriller. <laughs> and like, when does that drop in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who said but this? They made the Born yeah. Identity Matt Damon stuff. said this. I heard him on an interview. Yeah. It's a sequel Imagine. to this, um, man. Uh, oh, you know no. <laughs> but imagine if they connect- in the middle of Born Identity, he's like, he's like going like, man, I'm wicked Ty on the front end. <laughs> 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 I wish I was still alive. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Or maybe the porn identity needs a scene with a therapist. Yeah, yeah. That's what's missing. No, the, at the <laughs> at the end of Born Identity, he gets caught and he's like, it's not your fault. <laughs> like. <laughs> Interesting. I haven't seen oh that it not it's not your fault part. I feel like it happens a little yet. we're not there. We'll wait, no. we'll wait. We'll wait. Will we get there? Oh yeah, that is the whole thing. Oh yeah, this is when, when Will starts to be a mean boy because of all of his damage. And he starts being mean to her. What a perfect excuse. What an excuse. It's tough to open up, guys. Oh yeah, it's, it's tough. tough stuff. Especially Will's background. When you're afraid of being judged by the other person, especially when the person, you love that person so much, and then being judged by that person that you love is, oh. Interesting. Yeah. I know, it's uh, it's rough goes. I love the lighting of this movie, too. The lighting? Yeah, like the fact that they just do the natural light thing here. I, I do, because like, uh, Gus Van Sant's very into the... Like natural, is he and, na- yeah, that makes sense. And like, as you watch like his later stuff, and I do wonder of like, because like I've been on that of like filmmaking is a team sport, um, is like a thing of like, does he carry a cinematographer with him through a lot of movies? I I, I don't know enough that like is as equally into it to do all that. Because it's hard to film natural with, especially in 97, where you'd be using a film camera. Well, that's what I like about it is that this doesn't look like a movie made in 1997. Yeah. Except for the parts of the movie that are kind of yellowish and green. So this is something we've talked about in the past. Like Fight Club, like when you think about like movies from the late 90s, Mm, think about them. They're kind of green. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Well, it's like we were putting filters for edge, right? Yeah. It's kind of green. um, Oh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou was the first like real one to do it. Because uh, they filmed digitally, and that wasn't like a big deal at the time, and you could really like push the color far digitally. And the reason why, and they they had they had a narrative reason to do it of like they wanted to have like that sepia tone, sepia tone. Yeah, I remember it being kind of yellowy. And, and then so it's like yellowy, so that's why they they like did it like that way to 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 do that. And then similar with like the Matrix, like the real world looks blue and the Matrix looks green, is like a similar thing. They filmed the digital to push it, and then it became the dominant kind of like color palette for but like But I feel like Fincher was years. doing it before because well, I feel Fincher, like 7 was seven yellow. Was, no, 7 was seven was just really dark and shadowy. You, so, you, no, that's with Brad, that Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good movie too. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm. It, it's, Crazy. it's just dark and shadowy because he was like trying to like be like, it's a moody, dark story. And like, um, uh, I'm pretty, I'm 90% sure this is filmed on 
film. It'd be weird if they did it digitally in 97. But I think like, it's film because uh, it looks like film. But Because I mean, if you're doing it outside to look naturalistic, like it's gonna, it's going to look dark and shadowy. So like they probably have like other lights placed in places to look mm-hmm. I'm going to go weird on you guys. Okay, um, let's do it. What? Serial killers, you guys love it, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Love the yeah, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> psychology behind it all. What, why? What are you guys attracted to? Uh, why are I you? personally am attracted to systems and systems failing and systems <laughs> so specific. Oh, I've, I've I've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, uh, of like if with with any serial killer, I'm less interested in like how he killed somebody or why. It's semi interesting, but not the most part. It's like. What got him caught? How could he get away with it for so long? Because oh. especially, especially if you start getting more modern, is like, um, like Mindhunter is basically about that. Like they went from having no idea that this kind of pattern or, or mm-hmm. profile existed mm-hmm. to there is one. So now there's a lot of systems in place to kind of like uh, monitor and 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 patrol and blah blah blah. Um, so the later ones is like, how can you, like, like how can you get away with like. 10 murders oh. that's that's insane right but it's like Crazy. how how are you a good serial killer and it's and if you think about it it's like it's often working within a system that is somewhat failing yeah interesting i i'm all the opposite yeah, i yeah, love yeah. the psychology me too i like too. knowing and i also it makes me feel better about the world in a weird way because it to me learning about serial killers proves that evil doesn't exist because we're all just computers where something gets touched at a certain point in your development that fucks you up like if you look at any serial killer i I don't know if there's anyone who hasn't been abused in a specific way that created it that being said people who are abused don't always become serial killers so that's where it lies where yeah. it's like then what caused them to well, like, I, I think evil exists you do Ed. I really do I'm so sorry yeah, I, don't I think that. there is so and and it might be you might be right that it is in the head it, it, I think it's a mental illness probably or, yeah, or maybe not even mental illness but, but it's like this part of your brain didn't get this right chemistry at that time to develop empathy or to do the certain thing that it needed to do because it's crazy like the the story some of the story like the 10 Bundy stuff you guys watch that? Yeah. Yeah. Watch, have you guys watched that? it's insane man. well I think also Whoa. it's like I was saying like like let's say there's also a lot of people and and you'll you'll especially like go like where they fantasize about killing for a while and then mm-hmm. eventually do, mm-hmm. which implies to me that there's probably a lot of people who fantasize about killing and never actually kill. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, so what, um, what, what stuff do they get interested in at that particular time improv. and place? <laughs> improv. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we taught was, a lot of people who seem like they would kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, what stuff would, uh, what, what things would attract them? What, like, so, uh, uh, an example for me is like, um, Ted Bundy kind of specifically went to places where there was a, like university towns. Like he specifically kind of trying yeah. to find that. And like, that was a relatively new, um, like especially the idea of like a co-ed university or like a, po- a very populated co-ed university or univer- very populated co-ed university town. It was like relatively normal new. normal people. Normal yeah. It was, it was, places, it was, yeah. was a, was like a yeah. newer thing. It's like yeah. why, like that's the newer thing. And that's what he got attracted to. Similarly, the, uh, a more still, still not super recent, but more recent one, of like Leonard Link and Charles Ning were very interested in like survivalism. Oh my god, mm-hmm. do you guys know about Leonard and Link and Charles Ning? They're and the like, scariest ones. Really? We've talked we talk about them a lot. They kept <laughs> they kept women in like a shed. sheds. Well, sheds. Uh, yeah. Like they had like a compound. Wow. Yeah, look that up, but also don't, because like maybe it's something you never need to know about in your time. Well, also like that, that was also the advent of like home video and like that, uh, and so they yeah, filmed. So chilling. they filmed like yeah. everything. 
because like it's like that like, the idea like oh I could hold on to this mm-hmm. memory in the same way yeah. it's like that the, that's that stuff's interesting but then that makes me think like okay so go for it we're assigning morals to human behavior when really there is no morality but there is morality but there isn't any morality so if that's how your brain works that's how your brain works and then we have to like judge it after the fact in the way that like you want to watch pornography these guys want to watch people getting murdered obviously that's wrong but it's like that's how their brain works like sometimes if like mm-hmm. a cat will kill something just because it wants to do it and yeah it's not gonna eat it. and that and, and there's there is no morality I really agree with you that that, that we assign good and bad to to all the things that we can see mm. and observe. And we assign it because we want to minimize pain yeah. and all that stuff. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Takes a mind hunter, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I agree with you, too. It's cool. In the Ted Bundy, they, it's really awesome to see how the system failed. But again, I mean, mm. there was an internet. There was nothing. To communicate well, between states was yeah, impossible. Yeah, that, 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 and how like could he, you do it? He, he could move anywhere he wanted. Well, the like, like, thing like, about yeah. he fantasized a killing, and yeah. then he went and like went, oh, I'm going to like... I just want to learn and yeah. like goes and like Colorado. watches cops and then, and then learns like oh that's uh, I see a, a a thing I can work with it's like I I think that to me implies that like I think if he never say never did a or never had the option to like sit in with a police force I don't think he would have killed anybody or he would have killed one person got caught etc mm. um and then uh uh it's like what it, yeah so it means like it is like watching where systems succeed and fail and and it was like a really weird like weird and specific and like interesting like the psychology is not not interesting it's very interesting um but it's like seeing like when you push a system like what happens like where what falls out what goes wrong Ugh. murder is what happens well yeah <laughs> all right let's get out of this one <laughs> can we get out of this one um, sorry i brought it up but it, oh, no, 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 it, it intrigued oh, me oh, because I've, i we have similar tastes yeah, wait, 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 I've, I wanna... I've, I've, t- I've talked to, we've we've filled full hours on <laughs> yeah we talk about Boys that are mean and serial killers. <laughs> Boys that are mean. Boys that are mean. Well, I know, it's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is when Will really starts up. So what's interesting about the character of Will hunting is that the reason why I think that at the beginning when you were asking, like, why do you think he did it? And I and you were saying, like, oh, it bothered him. Or, and I was saying, like, I think it's because he's a narcissist and he thinks that he's yeah. smarter than everyone. I think this part of the film proves that because it was showing that he he doesn't have a sustainable behavior like Like now he's now he's completely acting out and he like fucked Mm. up things with mini driver and all that stuff he's protecting himself right hopefully Mm. robin williams he's just a real he's just a classic sad boy and he's Mm. he's a self-saboteur and it doesn't matter what he does doesn't matter what success he gets the beautiful mini driver he's being paid attention this is supposed to be mit right it's supposed to be like the most i thought it was harvard no no this is mit mit yeah no, this is the math. Uh, they go to a Harvard bar, but uh-huh. it's not Harvard. But it's not Harvard. <laughs> Guys, we all love the Boston accent, right? It's amazing. Yeah, I think it's, it's it it won something as like the sexiest accent, and everyone was all upset about it. That is upsetting. I that agree. Australian, the Australian <laughs> accent. It's fun, but it's not like arousing. My favorite. My favorite is like a dirty French Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> like just like like the back of the throat. Those are oh, also very not oh, attractive. I love it. This is a great sorry, this is a great joke where the whole thing is like Casey Affleck is jerking off in his parents' room and he comes down and he's all flushed. He goes, Hey what's up guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he really seemed like he was just jerking off. <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys gotta get out of here. You soon. gotta get out of here very soon. Yeah. I know it's eleven forty eight. Oh yeah, we should traffic. speed up to the 
to the uh, it's not your fault. But I feel no. like we're getting there. It's not your fault. I feel like this might be. I love that. I think, isn't it here? I know. I'm. I, th- I think this is it. Is I it? think this is it. I think it's healthier to tell someone it's not your fault or it's all your fault. To, to, to you know, to like to make them take full responsibility <laughs> and. <laughs> it's not his fault that he got beaten by I think, his foster parents. I think it depends. I think it depends on the context. <laughs> but it's but but I think what he's when he's saying it's not your fault is the beginning of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But now after that, you 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 know you let it what you it hurt you and yeah you well, did yeah. the stupid stuff and that's your fault but. But the, the, the key thing that made you do all these things is not his fault. It's that's, true, yes. That's what I think he's trying to... And him being a really violent dude, hopefully. Yeah. See, the whole thing with Minnie Driver, like, saying that she wants to be with him and then him come with me to California and he's then he freaks out with her and he literally, like, pushes her up against the wall. I feel like, peace be with you, I loved you, we can't be together. Because I feel like this is the type of person that he'd have to work... He'd have to be in intensive therapy, like, five days a week to even yeah. kind of dig... To dig a little bit deeper, like he's not doing enough therapy. Up, uh, if it was yeah. up to me, you know, I don't think it's. It, I don't think it's the amount. I think it's the right therapy. Yeah, it's the, it's the right thing, saying the right thing to somebody. One moment that just clicks in someone's head, but I don't. I, I don't but, think but it's the amount. But being with someone who has that, that are, side that has the rage issue and has the violence in them, as a woman, yeah, you can't. You can't do it. I think. Is um, there we get there? I think this is the bit. I mean, it, it, the, the only reason I'm saying that is this is the first time they've had a therapy scene where they shot it very different. Like, because like the other therapy scenes, you see mostly both of them in the frame. That's whereas this is like, eyes. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like this is like super close up, and it's like it makes it immediately feel different and more intense. Being like, this is a different session yeah. than the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I know he lost his Boston accent. Do you think when Matt Damon gets drunk, he like is full Boston accent God, and, can't, so. and can't help it? That would be too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that Matt Damon married a waitress. It makes me happy. Is it, is An Italian really? waitress that he huh. met on vacation who had kids already. Yeah, it makes me like him. Yeah. <laughs> White little prick. That is <laughs> I never heard that. Uh, yeah. I think that might have just been a subtitle uh, treat for us. Yeah. You white little prick. <laughs> that is what Will Hunting is. Oh, yeah. The title of the movie's odd. Good yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was a movie about killing deer up until I saw when it. When I was a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because Robin Williams was wearing a, a hunting-like looking suit on the poster. <laughs> And you're like, man, tweed. those two are going to go kill some deer. And the whole time you're sitting there being like, when are they going to go into the forest? <laughs> That's when are they going to do the hunting? Oh, yeah. We, we've been talking through the best parts, which is the, um, what do you call the, the soundtrack, Mr. Uh, Elliot Smith. Oh, yeah. Another guy who committed suicide under questionable circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because the, uh, the way he was stabbed, was it stabbed? Yes. Isn't he, he stabbed his own heart? Or am I wrong? It's a way that doesn't Try make any do sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think that's doable. I mean... I, I do I think he was killed, but I like to think suicide people. Like, but just, why was he killed? I because I, wasn't it like he was in the like he was in like a motel room? I, I this is all half remembered shit from when I was a teen. Uh, he was like in a hotel room with his like girlfriend at the time. Yes, the girlfriend was apparently a suspect, is what yeah. I recall. 
Oh, he's so foolish. I now mean, he's going to have to drive to California. That's a much further. Sweet <laughs> drive. <laughs> Is it? I enjoyed that. Well, I, it's, yeah. It Did you drive from California here? Yeah, well, I, no, no. So it no. took me 55 hours with my RV, drove down there. And, you know, stopped at a bunch of little places, but it's, and I went actually all the way down to Baja, California. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Baja. my wife and I, we love diving and hiking and all that stuff, so we wanted to go dive down there and, and hike. There's some beautiful, beautiful places. I want to go to but Big hell of a drive. Sur. Hell I hear of a that's, drive. that's California, yeah. yeah I actually haven't, I, I, I didn't no, go. No, it's like no. a surf town and it's supposed no. to be so beautiful. There's a beautiful bridge there, too. That yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. um. I uh, proposed to my wife at Pismo Beach, not too far away. Oh, yeah. Pismo Beach. Yeah. I only know Pismo Beach from the Pismo Beach disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, eh? Yeah. And it's such a beautiful... Like, I go there all the time and bring my RV and park it right there on the sand. What was it? Was it an oil? I think it was... Uh, is that what it was? The oil exploded there? Pismo Beach disaster? No. Because it's from Clueless. Uh, no, there's actually a guy that came in and started shooting people. That's what that was? Yeah. yeah. Hold yeah. on, let me look. Used her beach and disaster and assumed oil. I yeah. assumed oil. Yeah, it's really sad. Because I remember they talked about it in Clueless. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but and it, and it rarely like it's a really friendly little place. Everybody hangs out. Everybody drinks beer, and like there's you know ATVs running around all over the place. But it is the most gorgeous beach with the most gorgeous sunsets. And uh, yeah, I mean it was really sad because I love that place. And I hope nothing changes because. It's a, it's it's one hell of a place to, to visit. Okay. A must. Drive your car all the way. Like you can drive your car on the beach, and just that's sweet, really sweet. Wait, this is saying. Was there an oil spill as well? Or no, what? this is saying that Amy Heckerling made up the Pismo Beach disaster in Clueless, but there was a shooting. Okay. But it wasn't referred to as the Pismo Beach disaster, and that okay. and that she. It was a made-up cause. <laughs> I've been half. This is a real Coney 2012. That was one of the first, like, mass internet movements. I think that, so. But it kind of never came to, to... But it was just, like, it was just... It showed that, like, people could share a video so many times. Yeah, yeah. That and it could... It was, like, this... It was a video about this uh, guy in Caldy. What country was he? I don't know. Joseph so, Coney, it, no, somewhere it, in Africa, there it, was some like militaristic so dictator guy. I did, I did a show like for for the, the we're talking about the disaster earlier, where our theme was uh, where we I did a show and we call it Coney twenty sixteen. Yes, and it was that the movement's <laughs> still alive, and but the whole thing was me talking about because um, like at the time that Coney twenty twelve was happening, I, long uninteresting story, but it was um, I was reading a lot about like uh, British and. American like colonial occupation of Africa and like a more yeah. capitalistic occupation of it and that they all run like the oil companies and the oil companies basically run the government and the government subjects people. Yeah. And so uh, with Kony, it was, it's been a while. I want to say Nigeria. I, we should, I, we I, could I, look this up. I'll edit it in the correct, I'll edit it in the correct country. So it, they, they shared this video of like being like, oh, this like warlord has taken over the country and that like, uh, you live a comfortable life and you should donate to this cause. And it's this long video that's like very like pulls on the heartstrings kind of yeah. thing, right? And um, so at the time, they, he made this like... Uganda. Uganda, sorry, yeah. He made this like a uh, uh, movie and at the time, they showed the movie in Uganda and it was like 
booed and like the Ugandanese people were like, fuck you. Because they had already taken care of Kony. Like Kony had like at the point had it was living in like because he'd left like you got I okay. think to Nigeria, so it's my head it's in my head that Nigeria is involved somehow. Um and okay. uh had like a very, very small like army of like basically he was in exile. He, he was in exile and I think the government the government had already taken care because uh, because he was like a, a warlord and and a mur- and murdering people and and trying to do yeah. that and then uh so the the Ugandanese people reaction to it is like who the fuck do you think you are but then it's the video he put it up for free online being like no one's ever gonna watch this and then it was shared all over the place oh and so like it's like for a cause that didn't exist he created oh my a god cause. <laughs> did that did it happen by accident it's a real like, like the fact that, it, that it went viral was just because someone put like a discarded cause video that no, like he, he still put it up like he was still chasing it being like like he wanted to be a philanthropist ah. like hell or high water it's like those but, death videos that someone's dead and then yeah sharing yeah, yeah. Like, it's a bit, you guys, that's, that's what it is right yeah, yeah and then so um uh what happened to him is that they did that then very quickly tried to make a second video that got one one hundredth of the shares because yeah. it was fleeting like it was the, share, the sharing was just fleeting and then uh makes a third video that gets like one hundredth of the second videos like things like it's no one's watching it and like it's really just like the same uh, uh bullshit and it's very empty and then uh all this accumulates in him getting arrested for publicly masturbating with like mind fully snapped oh no no, no not publicly masturbating he went he went completely, completely naked did. walked down the street yeah yeah he had a, a nervous breakdown yeah had a nervous breakdown and, and naked and it, on the street naked on the street of like this guy who is like he's like come hell or high water I'm gonna flames this for Africa broad strokes and yes. and then and then like and like try to solve a problem that was solved internally and, and then also like the the Kony was had ties to the oil company and mining companies within Uganda and was like so it's, like, it's also so also the, the people who like worked really hard to be like to get to get a cause and like there was a big political shift in, in removing Kony and then this guy comes out from nowhere and is like we still have a problem it's like you didn't <laughs> to do with this, yeah. We don't still have a problem. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. That, that happened so fast that I remember I was doing Second City at the time, Conservatory, yeah. and our show was on the Saturday or something like that, and we had a Coney 2012 joke in it, and we had to take it out because that's how fast yeah, it, that it, story. It, it, it turned around like within like within like five months. Five, yeah, yeah, it was really quick. Well, yeah. There was, there was a whole like let's mobilize buy this package of stickers, yeah, and yeah, bracelets yeah, yeah. and shit, and, and the like, let's meet up at like a certain so place. yeah, and so like so there was this whole thing of like yeah we're gonna meet up we're gonna do that oh yeah because it went it was like it was before the meetup even happened yeah yeah, yeah. oh nothing ever happened yeah yeah. people just had um t-shirts yeah and then so like he like and like it was for a cause like didn't exist like he just embezzled money basically it's real pismo (laughs) beach disaster um this is it this is the part this is it you gotta bail this is it and then we gotta bail all right you ready this movie's longer than i thought this up yeah let's put it up up? let's get ready big part this is what we're waiting for okay first things first we'll talk about matt damon's uh hair he probably regrets that the biggest movies of his life he had uh, oh, we didn't even talk about frosted that tips. <laughs> it's not as bad I as that. I had that. <laughs> I, was, I was a big backsheet boys guy. I had the Nick, Nick Carter. It's not as bad as uh, Rounders because Rounders' hair is pretty blonde. It's a poker movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We watch Rounders on this podcast. Oh, yeah, the bathroom's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
in high school used to follow people around telling them it's not their fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we love a Matt Damon sob. This, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he cries. <laughs> he cries. <laughs> weird that we cry. Yeah, crying is weird. Broke through him. I love that. I love that scene. I had a moment like this with my dad. And oh. it changed it changed my life, changed my relationship with him. It was oh. crazy. We we didn't we couldn't get along. And at one point we just kept talking. We got closer and closer. At one point we were just fucking angry at each other and then all of a sudden it became this this hug and we understood that we loved each other and nothing else really really mattered. No. Men have got to be emotional with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to teach this is what I saw Gloria Steinem speak and she's like what will help with like the patriarchy and sexism is like teach men to raise babies. That's how we have to should raise our boys to raise kids. Mm. So you should make your kid, your if you have a boy, make them be a babysitter. Don't let that be relegated to like a woman's role or whatever, because mm. it creates empathy and it allows. Yeah, when you take care of a kid, like it allows you to, and not just like your little brother. Mm. Like you have to take care of like strangers' children, <laughs> just, <laughs> just random kids. Yeah. Because it allows you to be emotional and see people and see them for who they are. And, and mm. that being emotional is a human thing and it's not just like a it's female a thing. thing. Yeah. It's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, it's, and you can be masculine. Damn right. Damn yeah. Right. Damn right. Guys. Guys. Right. It was oh a pleasure. Oh my goodness, what a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for, for having me. Yeah. Thank you for doing it. blast and thank you for... You got, you got, we got through go, most of the movie. You know, answering all We're my close. questions. We just missed, we missed uh, See About a Girl. But yeah. uh, anything to plug? So what do you want to say? No, my, my new single, Keep mm-hmm. Me Alive. Keep Check me it alive. out. Let me know what you guys think. Yeah. yeah. Listen Great. to Where it. Where can they find it? Anywhere, Apple, Apple, oh, okay. YouTube, the Spotify, all yeah, that stuff. I've got a video that's going to be coming out in the next couple of days. And thanks to the entourage so. for joining yeah. us, <laughs> Calder and and, and Marky. All right, great. But you guys are great, and keep doing. I think this is the future of, of radio. And it's pretty. I, I love mean, it. I hope so. so. Right. I hope so. Yeah. We make radio money. <laughs> but uh, keep doing. If you love it, that's that's what's important. Yeah. Well, Just thank you so that. much for joining yes. us. I uh, hope you enjoyed our lo-fi. A lot yeah. of fun. No, situation. I like it. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have keep fun. It simple. Keep it simple, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. Well, All have right. fun at Spooked. You're gonna yeah. have a great time. You're thank gonna meet you. Colin. Yeah. All right. All right. See you later. Right, thank you. Goodbye.